Before the episode starts, I just wanted to let you know a quick plug. My guest is Sue Galloway today, and she has a show that is up tonight at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York, and it's called Pose Magazine. And I recommend you check it out. I just saw it on Thursday, and it's great. Check it out and enjoy the episode. Hit it, band! Well, it's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode with Craig Rowan. I'm your host, Craig Rowan, and every week I invite a guest to my apartment to watch any TV show that they would like. And today I'm lucky enough to have a very special guest, Sue Galloway from... 30 Rock, and from the best improv group in the universe, The Law Firm. Now, wait a minute. You invite someone every week? Um, well, sometimes I record them, like I'll do a couple in a week. Okay. But I release the podcast every yeah, week. Yeah, I just don't feel as special now, but that's fine. But no, we this are... isn't a one-time thing. This isn't the only time I've done this. You're okay. Not... Yep. That's cool. Totally cool. Um, we are on the best improv team. Yes, we are. Ever. I am on an improv uh, in an improv group with Sue. It's called the Law Firm. Um, this is our uh, on. Nobody asked us to do a plug right now, but I guess um, if you like improv, no one did. We're doing it of our own accord. If you like improv, you like comedy. Mm-hmm. You like goofs. You like laughs. You like sitting. You like clapping. You like dark, dank rooms. You like smells. You like beers. You like brews. You like wine. You like soda. You like club soda. You like having something to talk about with your friends. Or you don't want to talk to your friends. Yep. Then, every Friday night at the Upright Citizen Brigade the Theater. The very convenient time of 10.30 p.m. On a Friday night. So you probably don't have any plans ever. Come see us. Um, but Sue is nice enough to come here. Sue, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, so every time I do this show, this isn't the only time I do it oh, with you, I invite somebody over to watch a TV show. So why don't you tell us what you decided to watch tonight? Um, I decided to watch the pilot of Cheers. The pilot of Cheers, which is called Give Me a Ring Sometime. Yes. And the synopsis is, Diane is stranded at at the bar by her fiancé, who has reunited with his ex-wife. Sam feels sorry for her and offers her a job at the bar. That's actually gives away everything. <laughs> it does give away everything, but it makes a lot of sense. And give me a ring sometimes sounds like a double entendre. Yes, one meaning being a door and one being... A ring. A ring. Yeah, I, I, I would guess. That's I what know. I know. You just got engaged. I did just get engaged. That's actually, I pressured Sue into this episode because I'm really into engagement humor. Um, yeah, and, and then, I think there's going to be a lot of it. And I think we're going to, right after this, directly after this, see it, get, get a screener of the five-year engagement. And Oh, that would be great. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> um, so why did you pick this, uh, why did you pick this episode and this show? Well, you sent me samples of what other people had chosen um, I may or may not have listened to the other podcast you've done. And I'm going to guess you did. <laughs> um, why are you going to guess that? Because no, I, no uh, guest has ever acted like this uh, <laughs> on the mic. 
I have never used a microphone, so I don't know what it is, and I don't know what a podcast is either because I'm old. But anyway, um, thank you for asking. I I was thinking, like, um, I really like to watch um, good TV. Mm. Like, I'm a big obsessive fan of good TV. Like, I loved, like, when I was growing up, I'd always watch MASH Mm. in reruns. And my favorite thing to do was always to guess what year the mash was from. Wow. And I don't know if I'm very good at it anymore, but I used to be really So wait, good how would you it. gauge And that's it? how I learned Roman numerals as well. <laughs> wait, how would you gauge? Well, who was in the cast. Okay. And also, um, like, between a couple years, like, sometimes it would be like two years with some of the similar cast, and you'd gauge it by sense of humor. Uh-huh. And like who had a bigger part or something. Wow. Well, I'm was, glad you didn't pick MASH, which you know a lot of them. I guess no. I do. I shouldn't have. Yeah, it's good I didn't pick it. But I did. I mean, as probably everybody did, I loved Cheers also yeah. growing up. But I don't think I've ever seen the pilot. So I, I have to admit, I've actually watched this pilot recently. Oh, and you it did? Is, oh, no, no. Bummer, it's man. No, it's not a bummer. It is great. And I think the reason I had watched it is because I've heard from multiple people that People say that this is one of the best pilots uh, of a sitcom ever. Well, somebody just told me that this is what Tina Fey watched when writing 30 Rock. And that's why all the characters' names are the same in characters 30 Characters' names Rock. are the same and they're the same characters. Well, isn't your character in this uh, in 30 Rock Sam Malone? Yes. My character in 30 Rock is exactly like Sam and, Malone. And then you, the in the thing. credits, mm-hmm. you're credited as Woody Harrelson. Yes, I am. And it's weird because that doesn't make any sense. Right. But it totally makes sense if you actually just try to think about it. Right. It's one of those yeah, things where it's, it's like, wow, this things. makes no sense. It's one of those things. And then you and, think about yeah. it. And I love this right now. Oh, on the TV? Yeah. yeah. So I have I, what you're no, missing right they now. They can't see it. They can't see this, but I have Apple TV. And uh, when the screensaver comes on, it's very generic images of, of animals. But the, the animals saver. themselves are not generic. They're individuals, just as humans are, because animals have thoughts, feelings, ideas, and emotions, just as humans do. But it's a bunch of animals. Right. But that being said, it's generic animals <laughs> on screen uh, that have individual emotions. Yeah. Um, and they're all probably probably dead by now. They are all dead. I'm sure they are all dead right now. Because but you've murdered at countless numbers of, an- of wild I animals. I have accidentally in some cases and very much on purpose in other cases. I eat them. Mm-hmm. I... Um, hunt them. Sure. I advocate for hunting. And I advocate- give money. I give money to Urban Outfitters all the time. Right, which gives a lot of money towards animal killing. Yes, they they own the charity AnimalKilling.com. Yeah, which um, I mean is very humanitarian. Right, yes. organization because it's very pro pro human, pro human, anti animal. Yeah. Um. So with the, the zebras are hugging. Yeah, they're kissing. Oh, and now they're flipping around because it's yeah, a they're a flipping around. Okay. Um, so when you watch this episode, so you were a fan of Cheers. Yes. And you've never seen this episode. I unless I have and I don't remember, but I'm gonna guess that I haven't. And um, what do you look for in a good episode of Cheers? Well, I look for um, a lot of great jokes Mm -hmm. because those are always there on cheers yep but it is always it always has the ballast of this emotional relationship whether it's between sam and diane Mm -hmm. 
or what's her face and what's his face? <laughs> right. The two other great characters. Yeah, the other great characters. <laughs> what's his face? And what's you know face? who I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Yes, I do. And, and because no, we can't I know we can't say their names. We can't say because we're legal. I've actually got to cease and desist from just those two actors and those two characters to not mention them on this on this um, podcast. So that's unfortunate. But <laughs> That's if, what, the only reason I said that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then um, do you... There's always something emotional happening, but also the characters are very relatable, yes. too. And uh, and it's so funny because you're like, yeah, of course, relatable characters in a sitcom. Of course I like that. But then if anybody ever goes to try to write a sitcom, it is really hard to write, like, relatable characters that are also funny all the time. Yep. Like, it's really interesting to go about, like, oh, so this person is a character and they behave in, in this character's way. They also do things that you understand and know as behavior of people you know or yourself, and then they also say funny things. That is really hard it's to write. It's a lot, especially in a short amount of time. Have you ever written a pilot? Um, I'm working on one. Oh, interesting. So this is a good study. I know. It should be, yeah. yeah. This is all my st- my own study. This is your own study, so hopefully you'll get a good grade. Um, so I think we'll watch the episode now and we'll sort of, well, afterwards we'll see what grade it gets. And then at the end, I'll grade you on how you, we get to give it a grade too. I don't usually, but today we will. Okay. Um, between it'll be a is, we'll do a is the worst and F is the best. That's exactly the way it always has been. Okay, great. So. So why don't we watch the episode and we'll be back after Dun, da, 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 dun, dun. What makes you think that I would ever work in a place like this? Simple, really. You can't go back to the professor for work. I need a waitress. You need a job. You like the people here. You think that they like you. <laughs> and the phrase, magnificent pagan beast, has never left your mind. <laughs> now look, Buster. I do need a job, and I'll find one. And you can bet that it won't be waiting tables. What are you qualified to do? Nothing. (laughs) But somewhere, there is a job that I'm perfect for, that's perfect for me. I'll find it, and when I do, I'll know it. Carla, what am I making? Two vodka gimlets, one straight up, one blended rocks, one Chavez rocks, soda, a comfort Manhattan hold the cherry, a white wine spritzer with a twist, one old Bushmill Irish decaf hold the sugar. (laughs) Okie dokie. We just finished watching the pilot episode of Cheers called... Give me a ring sometime. Yeah. And it was really good. It was really good. What what were you, what are your first impressions after watching it? Um I love the way all the characters were set up. It was really funny. I mean, we both laughed, we laughed a, lot a lot during it, which I don't always do when I watch a sitcom. 
But I think the the cool thing, while well, you mentioned it while we were watching, um, was the interesting thing for a pilot. I guess it probably happens a lot in pilots, but it's it was very pronounced here is that each main character was compl- was introduced in- individually. Yeah, separately. So each one walked in, and then you said when it happened that they each had a, a monologue as they walked in. Yeah, they, they pretty much all define themselves like immediately with right. like seven lines of dialogue right. and then you knew who they were like pretty much immediately. Yeah, setting up their own character games, which was awesome. And then and then immediately after, it's almost like, you know, like the way a clock would work or something. They interact with like two people right after they kind of say that what they have to say. Yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, they set up so much stuff. They set up that Sam was a former baseball player who is a drunk who owns a bar and that Diane is like an academic who has lofty sort of career career goals but no real prospects and is right. basically her her fiance dumps her for his ex-wife and he, she's stuck there. Right. That's the only the well, I'll say the one thing that surprised I mean obviously it's for the series but the one thing that surprised me is like she gets dumped. She's just, what, finished school or something like that? Uh, I guess so, because she had been his teaching she's assistant. Teaching I guess assistant. she's just finished. And, he's, and Sam offers her a job there, and, and she says, I can find another job. And then he says, well, what are you qualified for? And she says, nothing. And then she immediately starts as bartender there. Right. It's like, if she was went to Waitress college, there. Yeah, right. she does have the potential to have a career. Right, but I feel like sometimes if you're like an English major, mm-hmm. you may not. I mean, is she supposed to have just finished college or grad school? Too? I'd assume grad school yeah. if, if she was a teacher's but, assistant. And you may not get a job right out of grad school. Like, you'd probably try to get a teaching job, and the way you would get that is with, like, a recommendation from the other person. Which right. she feels like, oh, now she's cut off from that world. Yeah, because her, her fiancé was her was the professor. Right. Um, and she probably is qualified to do something, but... I think that probably, you know, she probably is a little drunk. Like yep. the character is probably a little bit drunk. And then she's just spent this evening in this world of these people and kind of says, all right, I need to make some change. Everybody has can identify with like kind of the feeling of being dumped. And yes. Feeling the need to make a change. I think it plays to so many. I mean, such a great show. I hate to be so effusive and loving about no, it. No, but, but that's it's good. so good because... It plays to like being in a bar and like you drink and then everything seems to have so much more meaning. Yes. Yeah. When you're totally. drinking. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it like allows that to open up a space there, you know, like, uh, of, of comedy and then also feelings at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about this episode is that there is so much, it's, it's very dramatic. Like there's a lot like that you care about the characters, like right. you care about Diane um, and even with like somebody like Norm, who's like a, actually, I think from this episode, like a super sad character, right? Like, yes, because he's well, just all of them. Yeah. They are all sad. They're all just drink there, right? Like, and and you like them immediate. Like, they're all likable. Like Rhea Perlman's character, what's her name in it? Um, Carla. Carla is like a spark plug. You like right. her, like every and they. I mean, Sam even says it to her. She's like, he's like, um, why should you stay? And he says, well, you like everybody here and you think they like you. And that's like a great like setup for the show. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it just tells what the whole show is about, but also it's like, uh, what a wonderful setup of the intellectual. So then, 
you know, these, the writers, the sitcom writers of this who are ostensibly probably like a little bit of intellectual too, can play whatever they want on that sense, whatever they happen to be reading, they can sort of throw the ideas of it in and then play it off of the every man of Sam, who is probably most of the viewing audience. So your intellectuals or your pseudo intellectuals like us, I'm a full intellectual. Okay. Can watch it and kind of identify with Diane, but and, then everybody else can identify with Sam. And even with Sam, it's not even just you to identify him, but cause he's a ladies man too. So right. you like want to be him. Like right, you yeah. immediately or learn that he's like, uh, yeah, ooh, <laughs> you want to have sex just with sleep. Him. No, just sleep. Uh, just uh, take a nap with yeah. Sam. Well, we do have to talk about Sam's hair for a yeah, minute. Well, first we of all, he is um, Ted Danson is so awesome. Like yeah. he is so good, and I feel like only recently because this was on you know twenty years but ago now, thirty years ago, nineteen eighty two, nineteen eighty two. It started in nineteen ninety three, and it's this is from thirty years ago, and I, I've it's sort of like lapsed. Like they don't show reruns as much anymore. So when I saw Ted Danson on uh, Bored to Death, which I love, mm-hmm. I was like blown away by how awesome he is like he's so funny like his confidence is really funny like yeah everything about him and in this episode he's like he's just the man he really is a, he's so great on board to death i mean we could have a whole other episode talking about that but he's amazing stay on tuned. That show. yeah stay tuned but um he's great in this because he sets it up immediately like i think that's the thing that we're both taking away from this that everything is set up right away and it doesn't feel like forced on us yeah except it, yeah Exactly. Maybe because we have like the groundwork is laid of all the other episodes. Well, we but, know the, all the other stuff, but right. it's like what it just does. It's such a good right. Job. But he's he's amazing in it because he's so confident. You did want to talk about his hair, I know. I feel but, like he should have trimmed the hair. Yeah, I mean, like it, I know. But I think it's too. I feel like guys had kind of longer hair in 1982. And I it, agree. It sort of is a mullet in the back, but yeah. like it. I don't know about his hair because now it looks real, but I guess technology is better. But right. it, it looks fake here. It looks yeah, it like does. a toupee. Yeah. But in fact, now that I remember, I think there's an episode of Cheers where his where his toupee comes off. Oh, where really? that's oh, a we joke. Watch that one. We should have watched just that clip. We'll yeah. put. Well, we can YouTube it afterwards. Okay. Um, but it's just like if you have that big. Whenever I see somebody with a big fake toupee, it's like if it was just shorter, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't get that much attention from me right yeah this was like a ton of hair all over the place it's pretty gross now do you um because you were saying that tina fey watched this sort of partially as inspiration for 30 rock do you see any connections um yeah i i would say i definitely do i mean like it's kind of setting up the sort of um it's more of a love interest here, but, Mm -hmm. and it's like kind of flipped a little bit, but, um, but I definitely see like the Sam Malone is kind of like Alec. I mean, are we going to put everybody into who they are? Yeah, go for (laughs) it. Yes, we are. No, I don't want to have to do it. (laughs) No, no. What's his (laughs) name and what's her name are on 30 rock. But, um, uh, yeah. What's his name and what's her name or what's his name and what's her name. Right. Right. But no, I definitely see that, that there's that kind of setup. Although like, you know, I don't know anything about it. It's just somebody else mentioned it to me that she had done. Right. That. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know exactly what her thought process was, but, um, I've seen the pilot of 30 rock. I don't remember the whole thing. I remember her getting hot dogs at the beginning and, 
I think that's probably where the show totally changes to where Tracy Jordan is now a member of the show. I think, but I can't fully remember. Right. I actually don't fully remember. I haven't (laughs) seen it since uh, it was on. Don't you, as somebody who's involved with the show, have to watch every episode every day? Yeah, you have to, but um, you have to watch every episode in a cycle every day, and that just hasn't cycled in in a while, Mm -hmm. so uh, that's the only reason So it's like one day you'll have to watch one episode over and over? I mean, your questions are definitely valid. My answers are invalid, mm-hmm. and another way to pronounce that is invalid. invalid. So, so that's what my answers have been. That's why so far. But I do agree that um, I maybe it's not one of the things we're marveling at is like how the characters are introduced because it's like seems natural, yes. but it's also informative, which is difficult to do. Well, I think it. it's like it could have been bad. I mean, right. not, not the show is really great, the writing's great, but mm-hmm. the way that they just introduce each one right. one by one, right. to me that's like seems like uh like a recipe for disaster right. almost like here's my character, here's a bunch of lines, now it's your turn, which just sounds crazy, but they do it so naturally right. yeah. that it's like it's amazing. Right. Um and to just kind of kind of move away from the 30 rack thing for a second. We also were noticing while we watched it that the camera work was interesting yes. on it, that it was like kind of a three camera setup, which is, you know, the classic sitcom setup, but not exactly because they're really playing with wides and close ups, And then every once in a while you'd have a different angle, like down the hallway or from the door from or the something. Doorway, yeah. And I think that really changes things it changes your feeling about the show in a way yeah it's cool because i was also saying that it's such like a huge set that it's definitely very staged in a way like a sitcom but it doesn't feel like one of those sitcoms where it's stagnant in a way you know like i guess it is such a it's like a bar you know like it's right it it feels like you're living in that space in some way and you know those like well it always did feel though watching the show like you are Obviously, that that wall is not there. Yeah, you know, like it does feel staged because they don't hang out on the other side of the bar as much. Right, you know, unless they're imagine if there's uh, the other side of the bar is just another whole set of characters. They should do that. Oh Sometimes yeah, like where a, we are, yeah. a separate sitcom yeah. taking <laughs> right. place and once Anti-cheers, in a while, yeah, and once in a while it's called Reaches. Yeah. Um, which How? what? Um, How it, is it called that? It's called it's called Reaches. Because it's cheers backwards, oh. but the S is put at the end. Oh, I guess it okay. could be called, called Sreech. Sreek. Sreech. Um, so we're going to be working on that pilot yeah, together. Yeah, we are working on that together as of now. But the other thing we had noticed, and this is going way back. Yes. Is that song is awesome, but also it has like all these old timey photos, which I'm sure everybody oh, the remembers theme song. from it. Yes. But imagine having seen that for the first time in the pilot. You would be like, why are we looking at all these weird pictures? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like they have this 30-second introduction of the show where you meet Sam, and he has this little bit with a little kid trying to get a drink. Or not a little kid, but somebody Who looks underage. very familiar to me, probably from Losing It. And probably from the movie Losing It. He was also in Vacation. We looked him up. But um, yeah, and then they showed the theme song, and it's like a minute long, and it's all old-timey drawings. And it's like... That's what also struck me is this was 30 years ago and it it holds up totally but the style is totally different than anything you'd see on TV cuz it's so much right. slower. Yeah. It's like patient uh 
there's only really one plot through the whole thing. There's not really you meet the other characters, but yeah, there's, there's just no an B A line. Yeah. yeah, there's no B story, um, which I think is like unless you would count the B story to be like Coach figuring out what's happening or something like that. That's yeah. more like a character game, but that was kind of the biggest. They have like char- yeah, they have character games, but they don't really have. I mean, Coach is just dumb throughout it, but it's right. not like he he ha- comes and that to resolution. Was another thing we noticed was that. You didn't know that Coach was dumb necessarily, except for by the audience laughter. Yeah, like the first. It's funny because the first, most of the. La- I mean, I think it's an actual live studio audience. All of the laughter makes sense, but then with the first Coach joke, it's not really a joke. It's sort of that he's stupid, and if you didn't know that character, you wouldn't laugh at that first time because you wouldn't get it until right. the third time you see him saying that thing. Like it's the joke is that he. They're doing the what the football draft, the right. Bears draft, or right. no, not right. Bears, uh, uh, Patriots. Patriots. Mm-hmm. And he, he, every time he talks to somebody else, their opinion changes his opinion. So the first time that happens, it's not really a joke, and right. but the audience because you're like, oh, well, he just changed his mind about this linebacker. But then the second time, you're like, oh, wait a minute, he changed his mind again. But you don't know to laugh yet. But the, on the third time, you would laugh. But they've had laughs under each of them. Yeah, it was, that was like a little weird. I guess maybe they like tell. I guess they must tell the audience to laugh at that because yeah. nobody would laugh. Nobody right. would laugh at that. Um, yeah, but did, did you, I feel like it what, just felt? Was there like a Cheers is filmed before a live studio not, audience? Not in this one. But is that what did that used to be something? They on did there? that on a lot of shows, but I don't yeah, know. If I don't they, remember if they did it on. This I don't one. know if they did it on this one. What's happening? What's we ha- can't remember. What's happening? The TV show now. What's happening? Bow. What's happening? We're watching. Bow. What's happening now? Um, yeah, I'm surprised by. What was Sorry. that? That was just the music from What's Happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you can keep going. The thing is, I don't know that song at all. I don't know that show, so that doesn't even like it doesn't make any. Does it sound like I'm just like making something up? It just sounds like a really weird song. Really, I my rendition of it is actually really good it's really and i wish you than the knew the, how good it was but you don't it's okay that you don't no it's I totally wish I okay <laughs> um so when you're you said you're working on a pilot mm-hmm. um how did anything of this affect you or is there anything about the pilot that you're like whoa maybe i should utilize this well i'm like oh maybe i should give up because mine's not as good as this <laughs> is my first thought, uh, which is my usual thought with everything. But um, yeah, uh, I actually think that introducing the characters one at a time kind of seems easier. Well, it definitely simplifies things. Yeah. It's like you can get out a, fine, right. a full thought without like right. without you know having to b- build something like through multiple lines over a course of like two pages. You can right. just get yeah. it on like half yeah. a page. And um, I almost think that, you know, when dealing with, like, um, my characters themselves, intellectualizing one character is kind of fun. Like, it gives you kind of room to play around. And and I have in mind one character who's not very smart, but I don't have anybody who is, like, particularly smart. So 
and that might be fun to kind of play with. Well, it's funny because in this one too, um, Diane isn't the only smart one because Sam is smart, but in a different way. Right. So it's yes. like she's smart in an intellectual way, which puts down everybody in a certain way. Right. And then Sam is smart in like a street smart life way. Right. Which she is not. Which she smart is not. Yeah. So it's like this awesome dynamic of of they each hold something above each other. Right. Yeah. Which makes that dynamic so great. Which is kind of like you know like some kind of archetypal dynamic yeah. in life kind of, of yeah like between uh, people between in life. us it's like between you and me which I'm, yeah. I'm i have both of those traits though right and i have neither right and so that is how we're linked together um what i, I don't remember what's her name kirstie alley yeah Kirstie what's her alley. character name when she comes is up it rebecca Re- is that is yes, that right i think it is rebecca now what was her and name? roger reese is what's his name is the guy that she eventually who eventually buys the bar he's the Whoa, british I don't guy even remember that yeah it's later and he's a great actor um a british actor but uh he eventually buys the bar and then it's like they're sort of together but then she's still interested in sam it's kind of interesting is she smart and what's then you her? all you see a lot of the um office Oh like, right, you know, I like the bar too. office I think that's in those where, seasons. I think so. that's where Sam's hair falls off. Is in yeah. the office? Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's her Rebecca's deal? Is she smart? I, or is that she, her name? I can't. I think yeah, it is. Let's just say. Let's Re- say it, and then what if it's wrong? Are you going to bleep it out? I'm gonna. Yeah. If. If that's pla- if that noise was playing over every time, it sounded like I was saying a name. It's because you could look it up. It. Nah. Okay. Perfect. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. What were you going to ask about her? Um, is she smart or what's her like character thing? Because all I feel like the characters are so defined. Um, and when Woody right. Harrelson comes okay. on, he's yeah. as stupid as Coach. Yeah. And then when, when Diane leaves, Frasier is the smart one. And then Rebecca, is that her name? I can't remember. Christy Alley is then like super emotional. Like you mm. can't. And then so Sam has to always like manage her emotional life. Um, and then Frasier is the intellectual one. And then Frasier jumps off ship, goes to Seattle right. after the yes. finale, he, and yeah. he becomes a TV. He becomes, he becomes his own, his own person, show. and he develops a father and a brother. He farts out of father and a brother. I actually <laughs> yeah. watched that pilot and a recently, dog. too. I watched a lot of Oh, you did? Recently. Oh, you did? Are you writing a pilot? Well, I did write a pilot. Yeah, I wrote a first draft of one, mm-hmm. and um, I watched try to watch as many pilots as I could. I watched this. I watched mm-hmm. Cheers. I watched Frasier. I watched um, Raising Hope. I watched Accidentally on Purpose. I watched. Um, I'm sure I watched more, but those are the ones that I oh. remember watching. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting to see, like. I think this one was the best in a way. I mean, obviously the style of it doesn't really fit any. I mean, because of how slow it is, and there's no. But a, I have B. to say, like, I think I I think uh, this is what uh, I think. I think the style is timeless, personally. Yes, no, I no, I I think th- what I mean by that is I think it totally holds up. I don't mm. think this would be on TV anymore. I don't think the slowness on a major on a on right. uh, unless it was new ideas though i i don't know i i might just have like an old sensibility or something but i just thought that it's awesome and i love kind of watching something that's a little bit 
slow. I I uh, agree, but I don't think it would. I don't think it can make it today. Like, Craig, I think that, let's listen, agree to no, no, disagree. No, 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 no. Okay, you, you're not agreeing. You come with in me. my you're disagreeing. You 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 drink a glass of water that I, drink, I gave but you, but not the whole thing. You three drank quarters. three fourths of it. Three quarters. Three fourths. Three quarters. When you're in of my it. apartment. But I think the thing is that, um, <laughs> like, I, I just honestly can't imagine flipping on a TV now and seeing. Because first of all, they're hardly. I feel like maybe CBS is the only show that does like three camera right. shows, mm-hmm. and maybe those ones are a little bit slower. But even then, they're pretty. They're right. pretty quick and there's there's a lot more going on and and yes i don't know how somebody who like didn't (laughs) addictively watch this show from age whatever like 10 through 18 Mm -hmm. when it was on in syndication every single night i don't know how that person might react to this pilot but me personally i was like oh it's awesome i love these people i already love them because i saw them so much is it that they're already in my head because they, I saw them on TV or is it that they're already in my head because they're archetypes? Well, here's an know. interesting thing is that this – I was looking some stuff up. This show was critically acclaimed immediately, but it had terrible ratings the whole first year. It was like 77th. Mm-hmm. So take that to the bank. Okay. I'll take it to the bank and I don't know what they're going to give me for that. Um, what I'd ask for is... A toaster is an old kind of joke that might be on a show like this. Uh, a toaster at a bank? Yeah. Like they give you a toaster for opening a savings account. Uh, you don't, you're don't. you so young. You don't I'm remember so jokes young, like I that. I don't remember. I only... You're when so I young. open a bank account, it's just through the internet. Yeah. And they give me space bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what those are. Space bucks are their future bucks that you use towards buying space credits to be on an airline that flies to Mars colonies. Oh, or the moon? No, the moon doesn't exist in the future. Oh, whoops. What duh, do I know? Duh. So we what- have to make our own moon with our pants. And that concludes the show. <laughs> um, so what would you grade this show? F being the best and A okay. being the worst. I'd give it a... Uh, a... An A. I'd give it an F panda. Okay, which is very good. Yeah. That's basically an F plus or an F minus. Which is better than an F plus, right? Um, and now I'm going to grade you on grading it, okay? And I'm going to give you a bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fiance in the, in the background sneezing. <laughs> this is what happens when you record. Will you grade that? That that or are you sneeze to? was a D minus, which is really good. And mm-hmm. I'd grade your watching of the show a D. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. An A plus. I mean, an F plus. <laughs> I thought you just get... So, like, an A minus. No, because an A minus is bad. No, but your F plus is, like, in this life, an A minus. <laughs> yes. Because plus is... All right. I wonder why I got points off. Because I don't like to give... When I was in college, I uh, I had one teacher who... He said to me, I made a movie... In film class, and he said, "This is the best comedy 
well, now I'm just talking myself up. Yeah, you really said, are. But he said to me, he's like, this is what, the best thing that, because it's such a small program. He's like, this is great. So great. And he gave me an A minus. And I was like, <laughs> why the hell? First of all, why would you say that? And why would he give me an A minus? But then I learned from that. You can always do better. Oh, so I'm supposed to learn that the next time I go to do a podcast, I could do better. No, I'm not saying the way you I could have brought a notebook. About, you could have. I'm saying the way you physically watch the show was an F minus. Like my posture. An F plus. Yeah, you need. And to where I was laughing and yes, stuff. Yes, the laugh points. Were Is there a anything off. we didn't talk about that we were like while we were watching it? We were like, oh my god, that's so great. I said um, Ted Danson hair. We talked about the theme song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the. Um, uh, oh no! What part I just liked was that they had. Uh, it was a very bar thing to do. Was what they just were having this discussion of what's the sweatiest movie? Oh yeah, I that thought was that was great. like a really cool moment in the show. And, and it was only one moment in the show, but it grounded you in the bar aspect totally. of it. Totally, like it, they were basically having discussion of and yelling at each other what was the sweatiest movie. Which is a kind of a reminder of like. Oh, what is like the fun times I've had in a bar? Oh, remember that time we were at that bar and everybody just started talking to each other and we we're all yelling at each other at this thing and it was really fun and yeah. funny. And you have them like, depending on how frequently you go to a bar, you have them like once every six months or something. Yeah, like it's that. like you have, I feel like it's whenever you have like a bar game where everybody's like into it. It's just yeah. that perfect time where everybody's like on board for the yeah. stupid thing and you're all like, oh. and you're all laughing and no one gets in a fight and it's just funny and Because usually when you go out, it's just everybody's fighting. It's a lot of fighting. Oh, God. Everybody is kung fu fighting. It's like bow, bow. And the other thing that I noticed was just there was one that I wrote down. There was one fade in it that was really funny. Where oh yeah, yeah. where when um when, Shelley Long where Shelley Long is like I I'm not gonna be here. I I'm gonna get another job. And Sam goes, No, you belong here, sort of. And he. Earlier, Carla had named rattled off. Uh, Can you name the what drink thing? orders? And it was a sambuca colione, a diet decaf Irish with no That's sugar. The last one. Mm-hmm. Um, a bush mill, old bush mill, old bush uh, mills, a bush mills, not an old bush. <laughs> Some woman's old bush was one of the. <laughs> these are all so the weird drink, drink to order. But she remembered everyone. A sh- oh, 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 a gimlet. A gimlet mm-hmm. was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but between the two of us, we could make a pretty good waitress. Yeah, except for we would I, have share. Man, I have man parts. <laughs> That's okay. You can hide them. You can tuck them up somewhere. We could share a table waiting job. I once um, worked. I, I tried to get a summer job as a waiter. I lied to them and said I had experience, which I think you need to do to get a waiter job. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, you you can shadow this guy for a night and then we'll get you started. So they asked me, I had to buy a white shirt that I didn't want to spend any money on this job. So I bought the, the cheapest shirt I could find was an extra, extra large short sleeve white button up shirt. So obviously I looked it ridiculous. It was button up, not button down. It was button up because it was the year after freshman year of college shows wearing button up shirts right and then uh, sophomore year was buttoned down and then i shadowed the guy and immediately i don't know what i could have done that was that bad but immediately afterwards they're like we you know what we don't need you to come in (laughs) (laughs) it's like i didn't even do it was probably the shirt it might have been the shirt i worked as a waitress at a country club and two of my sisters also worked there and um they were stronger than me because i have little tiny 
wimpy arms uh-huh. and would carry trays out for me all the time. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wait, it was really nice. That's really nice. But then I'm also the youngest and they But, just, but uh, didn't somebody like there be like why that just seems no like it would be an seemed awkward to ask thing. about it. I didn't come back the next year. That was my choice. <laughs> but I was really bad at it. I was really bad at it. We've we're both um I don't think that, I could wait tables if I, I had to. I, I I don't think I could. You know like I'm in it's one of those things where it's just like I worked at a food job once, like at a like a deli type place, and like just dealing with cu- like I, everybody's annoyed. Like when you're right. ordering food, yeah. everybody's either annoyed or has because they're thing. hungry and their blood sugar's dropping. I've been in that position. Oh, please tell me about it. You want me to? Okay. Well, anyway, um, I guess there have been many times where I've been hungry. My and she's fading out. She's walking away from the microphone, and okay, she's out the door, and she still has the microphone. I'm gonna need that back. Hi, little doggy. <laughs> um, now I usually do a thing on the show where I ask, and I think this is appropriate for this show. What would be a drinking game that you would oh, um, have for this show? So either for, for for this episode. Oh, this just this episode, or you could do. Uh, you the know series. what I would do? I mean, this is super cheesy, man. But I would say anytime something made you laugh, you would drink. Whoa, nice. Hell and yeah. maybe it wouldn't make you laugh, and then you don't get to have any drinks. And then you're just really sad. Yeah, you're just really <laughs> you're just sad. Like, wow, I wasted like, 25 uh, minutes. Why did I not think this was funny? I'd say that every time anybody drinks is a oh, good one. Oh, and oh, I guess if you're like really plain, you uh, might oh, say something like that. Then maybe every time there is... Every time Coach does something dumb. Every time Coach... And what would you drink? Um, You would drink... Uh, either a seltzer or maybe a nice fresh squeezed orange juice. No, you'd probably drink a beer out of a mug, which I have to say, I don't like drinking beer out of a mug. And that always gives me a particular feeling when I watch Norm doing it. Really? What is it? Is it the... The weight of the mug. And also usually (laughs) the mug is so... The lip of the mug is so thick that it alters my drink perception. It's definitely... And then also you need to order a whole bunch because it's not like a pint. It's like a small. It's like a mug. Well, there's a new uh, bar near my apartment. That's a German. Let's go. Bar. We're gonna head there right afterwards, and I they have those big mugs of beer, and I uh, ordered one of those, and that was a lot. Of they beer. also have like a one with a foot on it, right? Oh, they have that too. Oh, you've been to this. Yeah, place. you've I, been to yeah, this. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, they have the beer foot, and that I'm like, what? Good story, Craig. Thank you. Like not a foot like the measurement of a foot, but like a foot like a human foot. Well, it's actually but like a boot. Like a boot. Okay. Um, that probably would have been a more descriptive. That would be a more descriptive. And on that note, I I think we've solved the show. We graded it. Um, I enjoyed having you here. Now, please get out. Bye. Um, before you go, is there? Um, I know you have a show running at the uh, UCB right yes, now. Yes, I do. Oh, you can come back in. I can. Yes. Hi, I do. I ha- I have a show running at UCB right now. It's called Pose Magazine. It's Monday the sixteenth at eight p.m. Great. So if you're listening to this today, you can see and you God bless, bless you. You. <laughs> you can see. Uh, Sue performed tonight in her one-woman show, Pose Magazine. Yeah. And uh, and check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's got videos in it. But don't use that as coercion to go. Use this. 
I talk about magazines and stuff, it's not just for women. It's also for non-women and men as well. So it's for women, Mm non-women, and men as well. Yes. And it's a bunch of characters. And kind of like if you saw a magazine on stage, what would happen? And the pages flip around. Believe me. So it's like, it's sort of like when a magazine's on stage and like it doesn't move. It's just a thing. Yeah, it's just sitting there on stage stage. and the pages are flipping around (laughs) like wind is blowing in it. It is exactly like that, but a little bit different. And my talent for describing it is not as large as my talent for enacting it. So, if that tells you anything, if you're not sold on that now, the one other thing we can say is that the one person who goes there will get $100. An asterisk, there's an asterisk of me saying that, and then the and the asterisk look at the bottom of the page, not true. Great. I'm so glad you added that then, <laughs> because that only adds to the confusion. And I think confusion <laughs> is a great way to enter into any comedy show. Yes. So I take back the $100 thing. It's a show tonight. So pl- check it out. Um, thank you, Sue, so much for coming here to watch Cheers. And I, thank you for having me. And I've, I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye, Sue. Bye, Craig. I'll see you later. See you at our show, maybe. I'll see you at our show on Friday. <laughs> Friday at 10.30. Now we're just we're just plugging stuff. Yeah, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you want some of this popcorn? Mmm, I gotta go. Throw it to me. Okay, here, I'm gonna throw two pieces. Ready? Here's the first one. Oh, I missed. Okay. Pick that one up. Okay. So just throw it out. Oh, here. there's no... Uh, do you know what just put it on that table? Okay. And here's the second one. Uh-oh. That, that dog got it. Bye, Sue. Bye, Craig. I guess I don't get popcorn. I'd like to thank Sue Galloway again for uh, being on my podcast and watching Cheers with me. And you know what? Cheers to her. Uh, and this is, let me just as another cheers, this is one that I've heard, uh, cheers to you, cheers to me, best of friends that we may be, but if my soul, the Lord should take, I pray my soul, the Lord should take. I actually forgot the cheers halfway through. So, um, write in if you know the rest of it, you can email me at it's, uh, that episode at gmail.com with whatever your cheers are. Uh, please leave a review on iTunes and um, just go for it. Whatever you're doing, just go to your best ability. If you're bad at whatever you're doing, quit. Um, that's my advice for you. Just kidding. Always try, even if you're sinking money into something that is worthless. All right, everybody. Have a great time. I'll see you next time on It's That Episode. Adios, amigos. (laughs) 